Oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Ah, here we are, week 18, the first time we've had a game in week 18 of the NFL season. And every <laughs> We got a soundtrack from the boss BJ there, but everything is just, this is a year first. And uh, I'm I'm not the happiest camper, 100% with the way this season has ended. Um, the boss BJ, ah, got to see how he's feeling about this. But uh, this is mm, this has to be one of the most nerve wracking, tumultuous, clusterfuck of a season that I've seen as a whole from every team. But, uh, boy, she there. I'm here, baby. What's going on? Ladies and gentlemen, there he is, the man that pays the checks. Make sure we keep this thing up and running the balls, BJ, man. I'm just telling the folks, man, this is just, this has been a, a, a hell of a season. Uh, as a whole, for just NFL fans, just, you know, a lot of teams have just been in turmoil this year. Yeah, so it's, it's 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 been crazy because man, you know we we've been talking all day and you know how talking kind of how wide open the AFC is. You know the, the Chiefs have kind of got back on track. The uh, the Titans survived without Derrick Henry and they get him back and they get the the first round by, uh, which you know we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Buffalo has been up and down. Um, the Cleveland team, we keep waiting to show up, absolutely vanished and, you know, left more questions and answers for this campaign. Um, and then you have Cincinnati come out of nowhere with Joe Burrow. And I don't want to say they came out of nowhere because Joe Burrow, before he got hurt last year, showed that, you know, he had – he was running – um, the Patriots retool. Rookie quarterback Mac Jones. They they go out, do things they never really done before, and it's been heavy in free agency. Get two really good tight ends, Matthew Judon. Um, they traded Gilmore, and here they are making the playoffs. And now you got eight o'clock game with the Chargers and the Raiders that has playoff implications for Pittsburgh. If this game ends in a tie, both teams get in. If one team win, Pittsburgh gets in. So I guess ending in a tie, you know, these are two division opponents that hate each other, so I'm pretty sure they're not doing each other any favors. Um, NFC side, you got a little bit more stability on the NFC side. We know that the, the Packers are, uh, I don't want to say head over heels, better than the rest of the NFC, but they're definitely the cream of the crop, followed by a close 1A with Tampa Bay. And then the list kind of gets cloudy because I told KG when we was talking earlier, I said, I don't really believe in the Rams. And the Rams just lost on the Matthew Stafford interception. They lose to the 49ers 27-24. 
And as we're talking, I'm trying to pull up the updated NFL playoff picture because ESPN, the great people at ESPN have a live update, ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, like I said, AFC, Tennessee has the number one seed, Kansas City's two, Buffalo. I, I, I was late coming on the podcast. I had to watch them win the AFC East for the first time since 1995 at home. Second year back-to-back. Um, the Bengals finished fourth. The Patriots are five now. So it looks like the Patriots are going to Cincinnati to play. And then we got to round out and see what's going on with um, the Chargers and the Raiders. This is like as big as games get <laughs> right here. Eight o'clock, you know, um, I'm going to be watching it. This is this is what this is what you wait for if you were – if you're a football fan, this is what you're waiting for because this game is going to be tense. You're going to be able to cut it, cut the air uh, with, with a, a butter knife. Um, quickly going over to the eight NFC standings, of course, Green Bay 13 and 4. They lose to the Lions. Uh, Tampa Bay is 2. The Rams 3. Cowboys 4. Arizona 5. San Francisco secures their spot and knocks out New Orleans. New Orleans did have a small chance. Um, that is over with now. So the wild card game, which is crazy for the Rams, because the Rams just played. KJ, I need you on the line, baby. Where you at? I'm sitting right here listening to you. I'm going over the, to ESPN. The, 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 the same Rams, thing doing. Here's the scary thing. The Rams just played their asses off against the 49ers. Guess who goes to L.A. to play them the first round of the playoffs? The Sheagles, ain't it? No, at the four, it looks like the 49ers. Oh, wow. Three, three versus the, six. Yes. Yeah, so they they just had a dog fight against San Francisco. Ooh. Ooh. And they gotta they gotta cut they gotta go and play them again. Now that's did was this today's game was in LA, wasn't it? Well yeah, they share a stadium. Oh yeah, okay. What they San Francisco does? Yeah, San Francisco and LA share a stadium. I uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the Chargers and the uh, Rams. San Francisco yeah, 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 has yeah. Uh, Levi Stadium. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think today's game was in L.A. Yeah, I, it was at uh, SoFi. I don't have – I got the Rams beating them again. I really do. I think the Rams, out of all the teams, have the former – like, you know how – and, look, I'm not discrediting discrediting the, the Rams. I think they're a really good team. I'm happy to see – Matthew Stafford on a winner, you know, after he gave his, you know, his career to Detroit. I'm really glad to see that. And, and it, you know, there's no Odell hate here. I think they're, if they come to play and everybody's playing on uh, all cylinders, they're a hard team to beat. If if Odell comes out to play, you got Cooper Cup, you know, uh, Cam Akers is back. So, you know, they have weapons. Defensively, often they got – the one or two, depending on who you talk about, best corner in the league. Um, the the Buccaneers are going to – the Eagles are going to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. The 49ers are going to Los Angeles to play the Rams. And we're going to have the Cardinals and the Cowboys again. That is another matchup, and I wish we had Gary on there. Arizona just dispatched the Cowboys. Yes, they did. Arizona – yeah, Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to throw this at you. Now, 
I'm not. This is no cowboy hate. I see my wife here. She's she's listening. So this is no cowboy hate. I'm just going with history here. Arizona, little baby brother, Arizona. They used to be an FC East uh, 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 compadre. They were part of the NFC East. If you think back, you remember this. Let's go back in time. 1996. Okay. 96 going into 97. The Cowboys make the playoffs. And who do they lose to in the first round of the playoffs? The Arizona Cardinals. This doesn't look too well for them. And this Arizona team is hungry. They're salivating because they want to prove that what happened early in this season wasn't no fluke. They were the last undefeated team this year. They're trying to prove they this were. is no fluke. And guess who they get back? Who they get back? Guess who they D-hop. get back? D Hop. John- Jonathan James Watt. Ooh, he coming back too? I believe he comes back for the I think he's coming back for the playoffs. The Cardinals lost to the Seahawks today, 38 to 30. Right. So, so they hungry. And they getting they getting it, Hopkins back too. Hopkins is Hopkins. supposed to be back in the playoffs. I thought I thought he I thought they needed a first round buy for him to come back. I just heard playoffs. That's all I heard. Once you start saying the P word, you know, everybody hurts Monday through Thursday. You kind of feel better on Friday and Saturday, and then you get real well on Sunday. So you do. Especially <laughs> when especially when you talk about playoff football. Exactly. And, and, and shout out to Lady C and her Saints. They they took care of business today, but the 49ers, the 49ers have lost the Saints that have been in. But the 49ers take care of business. And this right here, you know, KG, I know, look, I turn 41 tomorrow. Birthday is tomorrow. I've watched a lot of NFL. This might be, you know, we we were grouchy when they, when they changed the playoff format to not having two teams first round by. But this might shape up to one of the best, playoffs in NFL history with these matchups because depending on what goes on tonight on this 8 o'clock game is who Buffalo's going to play. So it, it's a, it, that, I think that is the last, if I'm correct, I believe that is the last yeah, the NFC is set the AFC is we're waiting on to see if the if if, if if the Las Vegas Raiders are going to travel to Buffalo or it's going to be the Los Angeles Chargers or the Steelers have to have, let me see, the Steelers. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Los Angeles has to win. If if Los Angeles wins, I believe Pittsburgh is in. Right. If they tie, they're both in Las Vegas and Los Angeles Chargers are in. If they tie, if if they tie. Vegas wins, Vegas wins. Blake, Vegas is in with either win or a tie. So as long as it's, whoever wins this matchup tonight goes to Buffalo, and then Pittsburgh is going to play the Chiefs. And it, here's the thing: the Raiders going to Buffalo ain't where it's at, especially in the playoff. Now, granted, this is not the Chargers too. Yeah, this is not. Uh, 90s Buffalo. This is not your K-Gun offense, high-powered. But I don't... If I'm playing in the AFC, 
I don't want to go to fucking Buffalo in the wintertime for nothing. There, there is no going to Buffalo in the playoffs. That's that's a no. That's a no-go for me. And I love the cold. But you got to realize you out there in the elements up by the Canadian border, that wind swirling around, it may snow. You know what that does to a football? How It's like catching a brick. I'm not trying to play in that. 60 minutes of that, and we can't imagine if you can't run the ball and you have to pass. But it's like throwing a brick, so the ball's only going maybe 10, 15 yards because you can't throw in that type of weather. No, 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 no. This is this is this is not where it's at. All Buffalo got to do is show up, show out, show their ass, and move on to the next round. That's it. You still there, brother? I'm still here. Okay. Can you, yeah, can you hear me? I got I'm still you. Here. I was making too much noise to come off, but here, here's something I wanted to ask real quick. While we're talking about the NFL, I know you said I was fading in and out, so I'm trying to get to a better spot. Buffalo, we're not in yesteryear's NFL. Rule changes and the way the game is played now, just like we talk about the NBA and the three-point, three-pointers that are, you know, Shot versus yes, you know the nineties and eighties and seventies. Um, this is an offensive game now. Now, Buffalo plays in this weather, and they're having trouble moving the ball, getting their offense going, and they're used to this. So, of course, KG always says the lore about playing in cities like Buffalo, going to Lambeau, is you're gonna freeze your ass off. You're literally going to catch a 1990 Zenith TV when somebody throw you a ball. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's coming at you. Can you catch this 32-inch Zenith floor model TV in this Buffalo weather? Because that's what that ball feels like. Now, Buffalo, you know, second straight year winning the AFC East. They're winning usually when teams win, you know, unless you got – a historic place like Lambeau, it's time for a new stadium. And, you know, that's something that the Buffalo, city of Buffalo and the state of New York is trying to work out because, of course, you want to keep that team there. The Pagulias have said, you know, they want to keep that team there, and I believe them. But they're going to have to address a few issues. And I say this because, uh-oh, Brian Jr.'s crying. I say this because this is a soft NFL, KG. This is a soft NFL. KG, you're going to have to take it. Let me see. I, I, I got you. Yes, it is a soft NFL. It's too many friendships. Too, it's too much. Uh, 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 it's not enough Neanderthalism. And I, like I always say, I'm from the school of Neanderthal. I learned under the, the likes of Doc Walker and, 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 and Brian Mitchell. You know, it, I'm not coming out there to be your friend. I don't want to, you know, have dance contests before we 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 kick off. I don't want to shake your hand. I don't, I don't, I don't need none of that. Because my whole goal is to knock you in your damn mouth. Knock you on your ass. Put your damn dick in the dirt, basically. All that, uh, you know, you want. I understand that's your man's. But if I lined up across from the boss, BJ. Don't matter. My goal is to win this game. Put him on his back and win this game. We can talk afterwards. But before and during. Mm-mm. 
I can't do it. I can't do it. I think I got the situation under control. Okay. Now, I don't know if you caught all of that. I caught some of it. But basically, the softness, the goal is not to have dance contests before the game and dap up. No, my goal is to knock you on your back, put your dick in the dirt, and win the damn game. We can shake hands and we can talk afterwards. Yeah, and that's this it's a new NFL, but I'm not even talking about on the player level. I'm talking about league level. Oh, because okay. unless you unless you have, and this is what I was getting to with Buffalo having to address certain things with the new stadium. They're going to have to make that stadium some type of wind resistant if they want to keep the outdoor lure because it's affecting Buffalo's passing. Okay, um, I'm thinking that. You know, I know you call it the biggest toilet bowl in the world. I think that's in Landover, actually. But the Dallas Stadium. No, no, no. AT&T Stadium seats 105,000 people in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Biggest toilet bowl in the world. You know, they they got a seat that actually opens up on the top. When they open the roof, it's like opening up the top of a toilet. And unfortunately, what I'm about to say is I think that's going to be the model for cold weather cities because unless you have a dome you're not getting a Super Bowl like the NFL trouts tradition trouts you know respecting the past but you won't even you're not even willing to have a Super Bowl in your cold cities why why hasn't Lambeau has had a Super Bowl why hasn't Cleveland had a Super Bowl why hasn't Buffalo had a Super Bowl why hasn't Detroit has had one because they have a dome but the reason why those cities, the, every city that you named before Detroit, those are smaller stadiums. The cities, the, those aren't Buffalo, big market no, cities. It doesn't matter. But see, if you matter. notice. If you're, trout, if you're trouting to the tradition. And Cleveland, Cleveland has a new stadium. I know those small stadium. Yeah, but that's a small market. That and see, that's that's an issue. It doesn't matter. You're you're big enough as a Super Bowl. It's going to be damning like the Olympics. Where if you had that, if you had that Super Bowl at FedEx Field, every seat's going to be sold out. The whole city is going to be lit for a week or two weeks. So I don't want that 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 small market stuff. Why have you had a um, a Super Bowl in the Meadowlands then? They have. When like when the last time they had a Super Bowl in the Meadowlands? Oh, I want to say I was just thinking about it because everybody was complaining why are we having a Super Bowl in January in New Jersey, right after they built MetLife. Um, but it, it had to be about three or four. It was about four years ago. Super Bowl at MetLife. Hey, you, you, I'm, I'm trying to. Uh, Super Bowl XLVIII. Let's see, Raymond James. I'm, I'm looking at where the su- Super Bowls have been. A Bank Stadium, Minneapolis. That's a dome. Houston, California, yes. Arizona, East Rutherford, New Jersey. They did. Uh, that was the Seahawks Super Bowl. They beat the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, Indianapolis is a dome. Louisiana is a dome. Cowboy Stadium, of course, is brand new. They were going to get that. Tampa, Glendale. Miami, Detroit, mm-hmm. Dome, Jacksonville, Houston. Saying, look, why? But it's always, you, you it's had, always the southern states. 
And it, and it, that has to stop. But here's here's what I'm saying. When they build this new stadium, they're gonna have to. It, it, they're gonna probably have to do something with like Dallas did because you still want to keep your lore of the weather when it's convenient for you. Because if you're playing New England, if you're playing the Jets, if you're playing the Giants, if you're playing Cleveland, Cincinnati, Baltimore, they're used to that cold. Might not be as cold, as weathery, like especially like Baltimore, because Baltimore's right up the street from us. But Cleveland, Cincinnati, they get snow. So you can leave the roof open when they come. New England, the the the, the game Buffalo had New England and, and um in uh, Buffalo a couple weeks ago when New England won, when it was real cold, real snowy, real windy, and all they could do is basically run the ball. You leave the you leave the top open for them, but when your Miami's come to town, Tampa Bay, Houston, Indianapolis, they they play in a dome. You know when the Chargers and it's ice cold outside, you open it. But if you if if you're building a a, a you talk about probably the best fans in the NFL. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Bills fan. But you talk about, let's just say, top three fan base in the NFL. Packers, Buffalo. I don't even know who would round out number three. It's definitely not Dallas. It's not Washington. Probably I'm Pittsburgh. Glad, I'm, okay, I'll take that. As long as you didn't say Dallas because – a lot of Dallas fans. We got a few. My wife, brother Gary, good people. Can sit down and talk with them. They don't get irate and talk about we got five championships and y'all got this. I'm, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. Go on. But how can you how can you not reward these fan bases with Super Bowls? I, I like I, I I'm I'm looking. I'm trying to see. I'm going. Um, when the last time? I mean, I see the the Super Bowls in Minnesota. They've always had a dome. California, Michigan, Pontiac Silver Dome. Um, you probably have to go back to. I mean, nah, you two, don't. You, you, two lanes in New Orleans, nah, got, in Louisiana. Got, you got to go back to the NFL championship days to to get cold weather championship games. Like that's a part of football. But I'm gonna stop. Let me stop rambling and get off track. If you're building a stadium in today's NFL, Washington is trying to get another stadium. Buffalo is is probably a handful of other teams that are due for another stadium. If you don't live in the southern states and you want to vie for a Super Bowl, which is more revenue for your city, you know, more exposure for your city, more t- you have to build, if you're in the cold weather, you have to build re- either a dome or a retractable dome. Like many, Minneapolis, the, 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 the Minnesota team, uh, Vikings, they're cool. They play in a dome. They don't, they don't do the weather. So you can open it up for them too because they're not used to it. Remember – Remember the the Vikings, it, it, uh, Chris Carter and Randy Moss. You slowed them down if they came to Green Bay, and or they, I mean they won in Green Bay. I think they won a playoff game in Lambeau. But you you know you you figure these guys play on turf, perfect conditions. 
if you could get them a home game at Lambeau or you can get them a home game in Cincinnati and it's snowing, it's cold, you throw them out the element a little bit. But if I think Buffalo has to build a stadium that helps with the wind a little bit, helps with the wind a little bit and has a retractable roof. They, I think that's probably two of the key things that they're going to have to address building that stadium. Like, do you want one end open where one end is, is, you know, terrible and then the other end might be closed? Or do you want to kind of close it and then have the dome kind of like Dallas does and protect the fans from the elements as best you can? Because, you know, it's 2022 and you got to convince people to come out the house. And if I got to go sit in the snow, yes, that's – look, I'll do it as an NFL fan, but you have a new breed of NFL fan. If it's a foot of snow on the ground, I can watch the game in the house on my 80-inch TV in 4K with surround sound, warm, and I don't have to fight traffic. I don't have to stand in line for concessions or bathrooms. So that's all I'm saying. I just wanted to touch on that. But Well, let me, let me, let me throw this out there. Two things. Uh, number one, if Washington built another stadium right where they're at right now, same area, not, I mean, not gonna happen, but imagine they tore that stadium down, they built a new stadium, put a dome over it. You really think a Super Bowl would come to land over Merlin? Yes, and uh, and by us living in this area, you know what I'm talking about. You got Village in the Woods across the street, you got all the houses Bro. and shit on Sheriff yeah. Road. They you got a, bright seat road in Detroit. Yeah, in Detroit. But do you know that the Pontiac Silverdome and Ford Field? That's not nowhere near Detroit. That's not eight mile road. That's not you know seven mile and and stuff like that. That's the other side of the tracks. That's closer to Gross Point. Just like when they had the the Palace at Auburn Hills. That was way out in the, in, 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 in 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 uh the the rich part. What I'm saying is you could put a dome over top of FedEx Field right now. You still got Palmer Park down the street. Even though it's a police station right there, still a high crime area. They're, it's still traffic congestion. Be. It's still so many issues, but you're trying to have a Super Bowl right there. And then what amenities do you have? What's to attract the NFL to the city? Hey, you, got, you got casinos north and south. You have two re- the MGM Resort. You have the um the live you have rental mills you have you have things to do in this and that's what i'm saying yeah you're not, I, I get, you, and i get that you're 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 going to be at the stadium for let's say the super bowl experience you're probably going to be there for eight hours because let's say the game started what time what time normally the super bowl started six something? six yeah six p.m six oh five so you want you probably want you they probably not going to let you into an hour or two hours before but you probably want to get to the stadium you probably want to do some of the little activities, take pictures. So let's say you get there around 12. They let you in, four-hour Super Bowl bang. At 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock when Super Bowl is over, guess what, bro? That's It's done. You don't have to worry about whatever surrounding cities. Just but like you, you know, you don't have to worry about any surrounding cities. You you think Detroit has stuff to do? Yes. <sighs> Because think about this: the Super Bowl experience is two hours. It's two weeks long. Mm-hmm. You got because they start setting up. They already, you know, you know, three years in advance. So you got three years. And yes, we got casinos. We got MGM. If you want to go up north, you want to go to Horseshoe. 
you know, we could have it in Baltimore, but I wouldn't even if Baltimore had a dome, I wouldn't have a Super Bowl in Baltimore. We right there in, in, in the harbor. You know, things go on in the harbor just like they go on down at MGM. I'm not saying, you know, oh, I'm bragging on these neighborhoods, but we know what goes on there. You know how many people going to get robbed during this Super Bowl week? Bro, you know how many people get robbed during every Super Bowl week? You're talking, and, you're talking about, you're putting Baltimore, you're putting this city now, Detroit. Like, this doesn't happen in Tampa Bay. Like, this doesn't happen in Miami. Like, this doesn't happen in... In Arizona and LA, I got no rebuttal because you're right. It happens everywhere. It's not just our city. Everywhere, yeah, that's true. So and then and And, and then the thing and then the thing is, you're gonna have you're gonna have the one you're gonna have. It's not like you you know you're gonna get all the media outlets coming up here. You're gonna have some set up at MGM doing their radio shows. You're gonna have some set up at FedEx. You're mm-hmm. gonna have some set up at Ashburn. I mean, it's places that you can go. What they call it, uh, Radio Row, and they always. Yeah, what, what's the Row. biggest? Ho- what's the biggest hotel we got in the area? It would be the MGM right. Grand, wouldn't it? Is it the end? And then you got the Gaylord down there. So you yeah. got all. You got all these hotels now that they built over the last ten years. So you yeah, you had Radio Row, one of the hotels. Exactly. You can. So have all the media would be there. MGM. Yeah. Exactly. You okay. can have all. You can have everything down there because they built a couple of new hotels down there, and hey, I, we getting way off subject. But I'm yeah, just saying, we are. But that, that it, was point. It, it that was my first capacity. point. And I, that was and my I first this, And I bring this up because I looked last night. Just, just a random thought, and I, and I just didn't. You know how you just don't realize. And I said, "Damn, Chase, Chase Arena." I'm like, uh, "What happened to Oracle? Did they rename the the, the stadium that the uh, the Warriors play?" And I, and I found out it was a brand new arena. How I missed that, I don't know. They've been playing there since 2019. But if you pan on the map, Oracle Arena and L.A. Coliseum, not L.A. Coliseum, Oakland Coliseum, are just sitting there now for nothing. And I told, I sent KG a message yesterday. I said, this is why these cities are so hesitant on putting up taxpayer dollars because Washington's going to get a new stadium. Where, we don't know. They're going to get a new stadium. When they get a new stadium, there's going to be a whole. I mean, it it'll be it'll be uh, repurposed, you know. But that's a lot of land that's sitting right there at Phoenixville Landover for the Washington Football Team. And but you you remember you know, just, what it was before that stadium was there? Now nah, what was it? Woods. Yeah, it was wood. Okay, it was wood. Like, but what I'm saying is now you have. Dan Snyder's not paying to tear that down. No, that has to be that has to be tore down, regraded, and you know probably it's going to be houses and shopping centers and whatever else you know they they think of putting on there. You know, you still Could have be a mall. Some, you know, that's yeah. You still have the sports and learning complex, which is which was a gift basically. Mm-hmm. For, thank you for letting us put this big concrete slab in your backyard. Oh, but um, it, it was a hell of a gift because you can't use the son, bitch. You can't use it. You can't nope. use it. You can't use it at all. Uh, oh well, you a, if you a put got a permit or, or money, yep. you can't use that. You can't just go in there and be like, "Hey, I would like to work out. I would like to shoot some ball." But like, "Hey, uh, you have an appointment? Who are you? Are you important? Do you have a blue check mark by your name?" So yeah, it's a very nice facility, but 
Yeah, it's not yeah. for. Well, I was going to say something, and I'm like, I can't say that. But um, I think we're coming up on the best NFL playoff weekend to date, and I think it should be some teams that should be scared of their matchups: Dallas, L.A. Rams. Um, I'm sorry that we don't have. I'm trying to get back to my NFL playoff picture. Dallas for sure. Dallas and Arizona, that's a scary matchup for them. Um, I don't know, man. You know, the Steelers playing Kansas City. You know, Big Ben get a second win. I mean, they got the receivers. It's just mm-hmm. Big Ben can't get going. But, you know, Kansas City get going, and that's that's a hard matchup for Pittsburgh. So, um, Cincinnati and the Patriots are interesting because the Patriots, you know, they've been playing good, but Cincinnati's hot too. And like I said, they're going to a cold weather city, so that's just not going to bother New England, you know. Um, but yeah, de- definitely, um, Dallas should be worried. Dallas should be worried, and the Rams should be worried. Call it a trap game, baby. Yeah, they they should be worried because, like I said, you just saw the good thing about what Dal- Dallas saw, what Arizona had. They gave him everything, you know what I'm saying? Because they still needed to win for positioning. So, and Dallas, you know, they underplayed. So Dallas can go in and be like, all right, we didn't put our best foot forward. You know what I'm saying? We know what we got on defense. We got to get the offense going. I know they lost Gallup, but, you know, now it's, okay, it's time to play ball now. It's going to be a very interesting weekend next weekend. I can't wait. Well, let, let me throw this out there to you real quick, boss. You were talking about stadiums. And we were going back and forth about stadiums in the WhatsApp. And we always say if we released our WhatsApp conversations, those are episodes in themselves. Buffalo getting a new stadium and, you know, putting a dome over it. Any team north of the Mason-Dixon line that plays in the cold weather city, your Buffaloes, your Green Bays, even out there in Seattle where they play in the wind and the rain on a regular basis. I think you've ruined the essence of the game of football. The game of football is played in any weather. That's the one, one, uh, 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 the one sport that doesn't get canceled because of snow. You can get a blizzard, like blizzard of '96 for those on the East Coast that remember, where we had a snowstorm, a ice storm, and then a snowstorm right behind it. So you had snow, a thick sheet of ice, and then you had snow on top of that they still would have played football in that. Like, we were able to play tackle football in the parking lot. It was so much snow out there. But yeah, these I think that takes away from the essence of the football, but that takes away the lore of Buffalo. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Um, so I'm, I'm reading articles. I'm reading articles as, you know, saying that, you know, the Bills' new stadium won't have a roof. And, but I, and I agree with you. But I'm saying if you if you don't have the roof, you're not going to get a Super Bowl. It's going to be very hard to get get a get a Super Bowl, and I think that it should be rotated. It shouldn't be in Tampa Bay and Miami and Arizona and L.A. every damn year. Houston, Dallas, it, no, because like I said, you have Green Bay, you have Buffalo, you have your you know your Baltimore's that has a really nice stadium. The the um 
What is that shit called in New Jersey? What is that garbage can called in New Jersey? MetLife. <laughs> MetLife Stadium at MetLife. MetLife Stadium. That trash can. <laughs> that trash can is brand new. So you know what I'm saying? You you're depriving NFL fans from this experience, and it should go throughout the league. It should just like just like this fool that was talking about. He's not going to vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because he's a bad person. Like. Right then, he should have been stripped of his damn um, vote. Agreed. What I'm, saying is, what I'm saying is you have 32 teams, and out of the 32 10 teams, 10 have a possibility of getting the Super Bowl. Now, I'm sure if Buffalo Bills a nice brand-new stadium, they'll probably throw them one just like they did for MetLife because that's, that's the only reason why MetLife got it because they got a brand-new stadium. Brand-new stadium, they got the Super Bowl, which they should have got. It, Football, like Casey just said, you 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 take away the lore when it's all you playing in Super Bowl is seventy. It's nice. It's it's one one uh one mile an hour wind to the northeast. It's a beautiful night for football. No, it's a fucked up night for football. These guys are throwing thirty two inch Zenith TVs tonight. Can these guys catch it? It's snowing. It's cold. You got uh, uh, Green Bay, they're in their element. Kansas City, they're in their element. They played in this before, meeting in the Super Bowl. Or you get the Chargers and the Rams, and both of them lost because they don't play in this stuff. Right, you, you're, missing, you're missing elements. You're missing the, the part of football that makes it fun. You go watch them NFL championship games and, and then freezing cold and the snow and the you 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 get tackled on what feels like concrete. Mm-hmm. You know that's you know you you're missing that. It's getting soft, man. But and I, I'm, you know, I'm looking at the map, bro. I'm looking at the map of the NFL. We've had the 49ers Levi Stadium. I think they've hosted a Super Bowl recently because that's a new stadium. SoFi gets it this year. That's the home of the Rams and the Chargers. Uh, Arizona Glendale. They didn't had it a couple of times. Um, Las Vegas has got it. They, I think they got it year after next. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep getting it too because they're mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Right. And it, it's, it's, it's a money town, baby. Uh, the Broncos are not going to get it. The Chiefs would will, will work because, it, you know, it's Midwest, but they're not going to get it. The Titans are not going to get it. We've done it at AT&T. We've done it at Reliant. I think that's the name of the Texas Stadium. Yeah. We, we've done it to death in New Orleans. Even before the Superdome yes. opened, we've done it to death. We played at Tulane Stadium. And that's another thing. If you notice, the NFL doesn't even play at college stadiums anymore. It wasn't just NFL stadiums that hosted Super Bowls. We had a Super Bowl at Rice Stadium, Tulane. Uh, where else have we had Super Bowls at that weren't NFL stadiums? They were col- They were on college campus. Um, the L.A. Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And the L.A. Coliseum is able to seat 110,000 people. Easy. Now, I mean, this is pre-COVID, but imagine 2023, you do the L.A. Coliseum. They do, they, you know, they start to work now, do the upgrades and everything. 140,000 people in the L.A. Coliseum for a Super Bowl. You breaking Are records, you baby. serious? What, what happened? Bob's, Bob Saget passed away. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! My goodness, man, are you serious? 
2022 yeah. did not come in here and then listen we told him sit down shut up don't touch nothing yeah. damn it it's, it's all over the internet um wow. um who um damn gotta move on from that yeah I, i'm i'm scrolling and i'm looking and i'm like i just see it i'm like oh my goodness man wow um, rest in peace yeah definitely rest in peace but uh, uh, let me say this, and then we'll get off this Super Bowl thing. Pretty soon, they're going to take the Super Bowl out of the United States. One, one Super Bowl is going to be somewhere overseas because they're trying to put two teams overseas, which is stupid to me. I don't know how that the travel costs alone, that team will be mm-hmm. defunct in a year and a half. But this is what I'm, this is what I was saying about the whole NBA, WNBA argument. They have the money now. Whether you know that's going to be travel savvy for the players that's a whole that you're talking about in and out in and out like i can see if they're talking about putting a team in canada maybe mexico city but now if you put a team in canada you're infringing on the cfl nobody gives a damn about the cfl even though the cfl wait even even though the cfl did infringe on american football but they played a different time you had the baltimore stallions Two-time Grey Cup winners. Only city to win an NFL championship, a Super Bowl, and a Grey Cup. Big shout-out to Baltimore. But you infringing on somebody else's territory. So, if, come on. You, you you can't go to Canada, baby. Canada's off limits. Now, you can. If, you, if, if, the shield, if the shield comes knocking, you better open that door. Because it ain't, it ain't too many times the shield going to come knocking. And I guarantee you, if they make a push, Canada will welcome them with open arms. Now, where you're going to put that team would be the question because Toronto and Buffalo are right next to each other. That would be a good spot. But see, here's the thing. No, that can't be a good spot because you're talking about, what, less than a – what is Buffalo and Toronto? Less than an hour drive? I believe so because, you know, Toronto was getting, what, three, four games a year from Buffalo? Was was until Buffalo started winning, and right, Lady C exactly. said they'll probably go to the UK. I believe that too, because remember NFL yeah. Europe. Yeah, when they had what yeah. was started out as the World League, a World Football League, and then they turned it into NFL Europe, and it was like a minor league. That could work. That could work. And shout out to my Barcelona Dragons. I love the fucking Barcelona Dragons. Always have. But hour and forty-seven minutes. So you From, couldn't you couldn't put Buffalo to Toronto. You couldn't put the team in Toronto. Why couldn't you? You would have to because that's it's that's I think that's too close. You would have to put it in Ottawa or Montreal, I believe. Or Quebec. So, you would have to you would have to move or Winnipeg. But it's Baltimore, just like you're you talking about people don't want to play in Buffalo. Baltimore Nobody's, Washington. Nobody's yeah, I I, I get Even it. Less if time. you put it there, if you get if you put it there, you're definitely gonna have to realign your divisions for sure. Yeah, there's, there's a whole other yeah. that's a whole other conversation for a whole other <laughs> podcast. Let's, let's, finish, let's wrap up the NFL because we'll we'll be on here, you know, all week talking NFL, talking playoffs, getting yeah, a little bit more in depth. With don't forget, matters. tomorrow is Black Monday. Mm-hmm. So if you are an NFL head coach. Today? Yeah, 
uh, what's his name? Vic Fangio has been fired. Gone. Uh, Gone. I was watching Jay Glazer this morning. He was naming guys that are on the hot seat. Uh, Matt Nagy was one. Um, who else was the the Texans head coach? Uh, the Darren Bevel. Head, uh, Zimmer. Yeah, he was on the hot seat. But they said Zimmer may step down on his own. They don't want to fire him, but he may step down on his own because he's tired of dealing with the COVID stuff. Okay. And I think he's immunocompromised, so it's putting him at real big risk. So they 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 they're thinking he's going to step down for health reasons. But mm. it's going to be so many open jobs in the NFL, uh, but not on that list. Before we get out of here, before we end this segment, is one Ron Rivera, and I got some words to say about Washington season that's coming up. But you're not going to hear those words. You're going to have to read those words because I'm I'm in the process of writing an article on our wordpress page and i will be sharing that with you hopefully by tuesday but i can't stress this enough and pete somebody said it and i always say this we always go overboard when coaches lose their job but they're still human beings they still lose their jobs they're still you know still i mean they got way more money than a lot of us but they still got to provide for families so you know just kind of sort of be mindful of that because nobody you wouldn't want nobody laughing at you if you lost your job. I don't laugh at any coach. I sometimes I just say, well, I kind of saw it coming. Other times it's just like, okay, this is a surprise. But be a a, a little a little more uh cognizant of people's feelings. Let's just say that. So what else you got, NFL boss? Because I know you want to cover some NBA too. That's pretty much we. I think we really hit on the NFL. I can say we'll be talking about it all week. We'll try to have um, a show where we break down a couple of matchups and you know what teams have to do to win. And uh, we'll we'll be doing that all week. But uh, we can move to the NBA real quick. And before you move off the NFL, um, you ready to call me a genius now? A genius because yes. you, you said you said Washington. I mean. <sighs> I, I give you your props, man. I give you your props. You know, it's still, you still have a team that can't find their ass with a flashlight. Nope. They haven't, they can't find their identity. But everybody's so hung up on Washington. Oh, they got to find a name so they can find their identity. You don't have an identity on the field. You can have all the names. You could be the Redskins, the Hogs, the Wildcats. You can be anything. But if you don't have an identity on the field, you're never going to have an identity. This team does not have an identity on the field. And I said four and five at worst. They went five and four in the second half of the season after the bye week. I am a genius. Yes, I am. But I don't let labels define me. You shouldn't because what do you get for that? Let me hold on. Let me look through this NFL play scenario again because I could have swore – I did not see the Washington football team in this NFC playoff scenario anywhere. But you you, you have to you have to blame COVID for that. You can't blame them. You got to blame COVID. So come on, stop it. Let's move on. Number one, number two, Washington, Washington. No, I don't. No, no, I, I don't see. Him. I, I don't see. Him. Unless, unless we, unless we talk about an NIT, 
some it's gonna be some NFL teams, you know, playing the NIT. I mean, other than hey. that, I don't I don't see the Washington football team in this NFC playoff hunt thing, uh, you know. My eyes okay. are going bad. My birthday is tomorrow, so you know. Yeah. Let's let's just go ahead and move on so we can uh <laughs> we can get on with this because uh you 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 tripping right now you tripping. Hey man, I, real quick, I just wanted to touch on the NBA because over the last two weeks, you know, Tobias Harris had you know words for his Philly the Philly fans, and Julius Randle had words for the Knicks fans, and I just shake my head to both. And I just realized how soft NBA, NFL players, players in sports in general have gotten. We just talked about how soft the NFL has gotten wanting warm weather Super Bowl so they can wine and dine, you know, VIPs and stuff. I mean, if you're if you're if you're, if you're a regular fan, you're not getting it. unless you win ticket, save up a lifetime of savings, you're not going to the finals. You're not going to the Super Bowl. You're not going in. If you go to the Super Bowl, you'll just be in the city. Mm-hmm. Unless you got $5,000 a piece for tickets, which is ridiculous. Like you take, I, I said this before here, you know, um, with the Washington football team and the Wizards, you don't have organic fans. You have bought fans. Like with the Wizards are starting to come back around as far as fans coming back in. But, you know, you're, you give away tickets to these corporations and stuff, and I understand they sponsoring and stuff, but you should be going to your neighborhoods giving out tickets. You know, getting your fan. You you know, have a have a risk. Oh, I'm about to say the, the wrong name. Have a Washington football team. Um, you know, post it up somewhere. If you see somebody in a jersey, give them tickets to the game. You know, go to another neighborhood. Do the same thing. Get your fans back in there. But Back to the NBA, you nobody nobody made these guys play for Philly, the 76ers, or the Knicks. Two of the toughest fan bases in sports, not just NBA, NFL, sports. Period. Oakland used to be like that. They and I'm, I'm and they probably lost that luster moving from Oakland to Las Vegas. They probably lost that luster of. Remember, it was places that you wouldn't dare go with an opposite team's jersey on. The Meadowlands was one. You get your uh, teeth beat in the Me- Meadowlands. The um, Veteran Stadium. Veteran Veteran Stadium. Oakland. Mm-hmm. Black Oakland, hole, boy. You, cool. Yeah, you, get your t- you better go in. If you go in there with the opposite team jersey on, we talking about 80s, 90s, early 2000s, you go in there, but you better have like 10 people with you. And you better be sitting by the exit. Oh, Lord, you can have 10 people with them. They got 40. All 10 of us going to yeah. get our ass whooped. Yeah, it's just like, you know, but now you got players fussing at the fans because they're paying poor and they're getting booed. Like, what do you what do you expect if you're playing at Madison Square Garden? The Mecca of basketball. The Mecca of basketball. It's not like they just started doing this. They have a history. This is their history. And you're playing bad, and you're getting booed, and you're 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 in your feelings now. Yeah. And you know, and Julius Randle apologized and stuff, but you know, I felt like it was an apology because it hadn't happened. It wasn't a 
sincere, like, yeah, that that was my fault. It was more of a media people saying, probably somebody talked to him, but like, hey, you in New York, man, this is what it is. You know, Philly, this is what it is. As a fan, and I'm going to say this because a lot of y'all fans have lost y'all damn minds. When you go into that stadium, you don't have any right to put your hands on the players, say vulgar stuff like what they said to LeBron about Bronny. You don't have you don't have the right. You have a right as a fan to cheer and boo your team. That's it. That's it. You don't have you people spitting on people. You know, like I love the whole Trey Young in Madison Square Garden. They hate him. And you know, just like they hated Reggie. You know, you see it. It, it, and it's good for basketball. But it's a basketball hate, and then you got the fans that take it overboard, spitting on Trey Young, throwing things. That's you know, those are your overboard fans. Those are your fans you tell shut the fuck up. You know, those are the fans. Right, you know, just like I'm sure. I mean, we we didn't go to any games this year, but I, Washington has gotten booed at FedEx for mm-hmm. the, the 17 fans that go to the game. Mm. Hey, you remember the last time we went to a game? I, I had some words for Josh Norman into the game, and we were sitting right behind the bench. He was close enough to hit because it wasn't that many people there, so he heard what I said. Yep. Yep. So you 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 pull your people don't understand. You pour your heart and soul into. These these teams you grew up in that represent your city, you know that then enable your trash talk, and they go on the field and lay eggs, not giving no effort. Guys getting paid millions and millions of dollars. You have every right to boo, cheer. You know, bring you should be able to bring signs in some stadiums. Abandon that now. I know the oh, Jacksonville shit. Jacksonville. Dressed up as clowns. I don't know if they let them in the stadium protesting their GM. I love that. Like you have every right to do that. So it's just like, you know, you see Katie mouthing off at fans courtside. You see, just it's just like you didn't see this a whole bunch. You know, when we were growing up watching these plays, they've gotten a lot soft, man. It's and it's not gonna get any better. It's not gonna get any better. You know. I guess you, at, at, you know, Julius Randle and, you know, guys at KD, they, I guess they felt like you're just supposed to sit there and, you know, if you're, you know, a fan of the opposing team, you just be like, yay, or boo, you made a shot. I'm going to call you every name in the book. <laughs> you know what you, I'm saying? You, yeah. And then after the game, I'll dab you up. Y- good yeah. Good game. Just like you, Spike Lee. Spike Lee does it. And he, you would think that he hated Reggie Miller in the 90s. But him and Reggie Miller are really, really close. Exactly. Just like you would think that everybody hated Spike Lee. But Spike Lee, when uh, Pippen dunked on uh, Patrick Ewing, he walked over. He told Spike Lee, sit your butt down. You know, it's things like that. When you're dealing with the super fans, it's things like that. But the thing is, at Madison Square Garden, they had started booing the fans. They could have turned that into something. You could have turned that into something that every time y'all do something good, they boo. Every time y'all do something good, you boo the fans. And then it's just like it's like a, a back and forth thing where we showing love by booing each other. 
They could have done something with that in New York, but instead you let it get under your skin. Oh, well, they just keep booing me, and I, I just don't know, man. I, I can't play like this. And Dog, you're supposed to be focused on the game, not what somebody's saying to you. Come on now. This is weak, soft-hearted basketball. This is just a weak. I'm sorry. A lot of this generation is weak because you you got so much exposure through social media and nobody can criticize you because they say anything about your game or you just a hater. No. You have to be fundamentally sound to be great. You can be good all day long, but somebody say, nah, he's not fundamentally sound. He has to work on this. Oh, you a hater. Okay. And then when they get to the next level and get destroyed because such and such said, I need to work on this. Well, yeah, that's what you need to work on. Nobody's hating when they're trying to give you a, a, a constructive criticism, but they get, they, they get upset about that. They get upset about a, a, a opposing crowd booing. They get upset about the home crowd booing. Dog, it's a part of the fucking game at this point. That's Go out there and make. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no. Go out there and make your money and leave it at that. Now, which, go ahead, B. I got you. 2022, we're going to get better at transitioning. I thought you were finishing. I was like, right, I'm coming right now. And I was like, oh, no, he's not finished. But this is like LeBron James. You know, I like LeBron James. LeBron James against the Kings made a play, gesture to the Kings bench that I'm a fucking problem. No, 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 no. Get get that right. I'm a motherfucking problem, bitch. That's what he said, and I loved it. Here's my thing. Here's my issue with it. Why you ain't say that against the Suns? <laughs> why are you saying this? Why are you saying this against the Kings? The Kings don't care. They're not relevant. Why are you not saying this against the Nuggets, the Suns? I don't want to. The Bucks, the Nets. Oh, why are you not saying this against the Jazz? I, nobody, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. The, the Kings don't care. That you're here. Come on, come on, come on. The Kings don't care that's your problem. They they have their own problems. Yeah, they can't get right. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't impress me. And I'm surprised that came from LeBron. Like, remember, you like you if you're on a certain level, you don't you don't lower yourself to a level another squad. Okay, that's the king. We supposed to beat them. Yeah. Like that's when true. the Suns come back around the Clippers. Now you you do all that. I want to see if he does all that against the Suns or Clippers. They're not going to because they're going to get their asses handed to them. Well, LA, uh, the, the, the Lakers, uh, what are they, what they want? Six straight now? So, I who mean, they, who it might happen, baby. Who they beat? Oh, they beat? now you're you, now, now you asking the pertinent questions. Hold on. L.A. Lakers. Let's oh, see. Man, who have the Lakers beat in the last – okay. They have um, beat, they beat the Hawks, the, Knicks, hold on. the Kings, the Timberwolves, and the Trailblazers. They lost to the Grizzlies, the Nets, the Spurs, the Suns, 
They had they lost they had five straight L's. Timberwolves, Bulls, Suns, Spurs, Nets. I never seen I'm a motherfucking problem, bitch. Any of those games. <laughs> I'm sorry, they won Espe- four straight. It's four straight. Especially since your 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 contenders are the Bulls and that and that five five game stretch they lost five straight. The Bulls, the Suns, and Nets are your contenders. I never seen that energy when they were playing those 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 opponents. It's easy like the Trailblazers are okay team, but they're not contenders. The Timberwolves are contenders. The Kings aren't. Let's find some. The Kings aren't. The Hawks are okay. I don't know if they're top tier contenders when you talk about them trying to beat the Bucks, but they're a good team. You know, I, I just like I said, just keep that same energy when here, go ask mommy. Keep that same energy. They play uh the Grizzlies look like tonight. Their next test is the Nuggets. They play the Kings again. Now they play the Nuggets, the Jazz, Pacers, Magic, Heat. They got a nice little net 76ers. Let's see if that same energy come later in the month. They got a nice little stretch later in the month. But they got some teams they can play that they, you know. Now, let's see if you still a problem. That's what I that's all I'm that's all I'm saying. I get it. I get it. I get it. I loved it because I I like to see that type of energy from LeBron. Because you see him so quiet and, you know, he likes to have fun. And I always say, if you're playing with LeBron and LeBron is having fun, y'all are winning. But if y'all ain't having fun, y'all not winning. And it's, it's just what I see when, when you, you know, you play with LeBron. And to see them having fun now, I think they can take this. I mean, they may not turn the corner into the all-star break. Which is fine, but damn it, they're gonna turn that corner. It's gonna be okay. So, but I love to see that from LeBron. I love to see that fire because if you remember back in those Miami days, it was the second finals appearance when they played the Spurs. And the Spurs had knocked LeBron down, knocked his headband off, and he came back, no headband. And LeBron went off for like 25 straight or something like that. He, he scored 25 in like the, the second half or something. And I was like, yeah, I don't think you really want to piss LeBron off. Like, I've never seen him upset before. And that was like the first time you've seen him really upset. And he went off. Like, he, it was no passing. It was no facilitating. It was just him going to the rack, him pulling up, shooting jumpers, him backing people down. Like, he went off. And I'm like, yeah, when LeBron gets angry, yeah, you, you got to get out of his way. Because he is a motherfucking dog. And he will mold you. I'm just saying, that's my observation. Anybody disagree, you know, sideline junkies at uh, 24-7 at Gmail. Sideline junkies 247 at gmail.com. If you disagree with LeBron being a motherfucking dog. And I'm, I'm going to put this in your ear. Because you said something that you know, a lot of people, you know, have a problem with LeBron being a facilitator first and that another. Why does it take you getting your head knocked off to bring a dog out? Because you don't, you got the killer instinct, but you can't, you you don't know how to turn it on and off. Think about, and I've always said that about LeBron. I said the only thing that LeBron lacks is that killer instinct where he knows I got you down. 
fuck stepping on your neck. Bitch, I'm about to snap that shit. You're done. That He doesn't have that mentality all the time. He is more, let me set up everybody else. Get everybody else going because I can get myself going. But when it comes down to crunch time and everybody say, well, LeBron's not clutch. LeBron is clutch. He can be clutch. But here's my thing. He can't turn that killer instinct on. Kobe had it. Mike had it. Magic had it. Isaiah had it. Larry Bird was born with it. Larry Bird would talk shit to you and, and, and kill you. He was one of those. He he, he was a, a villain. Um, Who else? Uh, Tim Duncan, to a certain extent, had a killer instinct. He knew how to put away a game. Guys know how to, you know, greats know how to put away a game. LeBron can put away a game, but he can't kill his prey let's just say that he can't always kill his prey he has to be provoked to kill he has to be provoked to be in that killer mode if that makes sense and i've said that about him for years because if you notice he has to be provoked has to be knocked down to get back up and destroy everything in his path it has to that's just my humble opinion Well, I think we'll end on that note. Wrap it up. We've been on for an hour. Like I said, we got plenty to talk about this. We dive into these NFL matchups. We'll do one or two a day until or first games will be Saturday. So Yeah, and we even got a Monday night wild card game. We've never had a Monday night wild card game. This is just a year of history. Yeah, it is. It definitely is, and and, and that helps because that gives whoever the two teams are to play them, and it gives them an extra day of rest too. So you know, hopefully, um, with Buffalo, hopefully Buffalo doesn't play this Sunday. They get a whole week rest, but we shall see. The Chargers and the uh, the Raiders are are should be playing now. Should be going now. Yeah, so, it's after eight. Uh, Raiders are up three nothing, five twenty five left in the first. So I'm about to go sit down and watch that. And uh, KG, that's all I got, man. Well, um, that's all I got. Uh, Dorito was in here, the birthday boy, eighteen years old. That's a uh, Dario, our quote unquote intern. But I guess he's eighteen now, so we can actually officially hire him. Happy birthday! So. Dario, Dario, Dario. The man that sits behind the glass and does a lot. Happy birthday. 18 years old. Uh, I promised him a body slam, but I mean, you know, we might put him through a table before the end of the week. You never know. You know, this all depends on what comes up. But he a man now. He a man now. I asked him, I said, what bill your mama get? He said, oh, she ain't give me one yet. I said, oh, expect one. Don't worry about it. You got a bill now. I say she give him the car note. Let him pay that. Then he can say, you know what? I'm going out. Hey, pay that car note, brother. Pay that car note. I got a bill for you. I'm going to give you the food bill. That's the bill I'm going to give you. That way you can go to the grocery store from now on. I just don't like grocery shopping, kid. But until next time. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Wait. B. Wait. I forgot. Hold on. Before we get out of here. Two things. Now, not only is it Dario's birthday. But it's your oldest daughter's birthday. It's Bria's birthday as well. It is. That it, it is. And happy birthday to her. I have to send her a text. Happy birthday for Bri. Um, and 
I can't never forget her birthday because her and Dario born three years apart. Yep, same day. Happy birthday, kiddos! So I yes, can't kiddo. Happy birthday! And then tomorrow, you know, we gotta we gotta go get you a a a, a industrial strength size of BioFreeze, and we're gonna get you yes, an a, a industrial strength size of Aspicream because. It's your birthday too. Like we just yes, we got sir. birthdays all around the office today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely. I need that uh, Sam's Club Costco Wednesday wherever you are. Send me that in the mail so I can soak in the tub. All the Epsom yeah. salt, lifetime supply of Epsom salt, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So we will be. We we gonna take this offline, and of course, B, I will be hitting you soon on WhatsApp. To everybody listening, thank you for listening. <laughs> and Lady C, say your AAP AARP card is coming. It is. It is. You know what? I did get an offer from them too. I'm thinking about getting this insurance. I don't know if they're gonna accept me yet, but I, I'm trying to. They, Boy, man, you know they take us off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.